0: Thunk! 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 I prayed good taste would win out in the end, that my soon-to-be-buried husband of almost forty years would go to his maker with dignity and without one goddamn reference to golf. Thunk! 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 I was dead wrong. Three men in black suits stepped out from the crowd at the graveside. They held golf clubs like soldiers carrying rifles in a military parade, except these guys were old and overweight, in expensive clothes. But in seamless synchronization, the men teed up a ball and slammed it into an empty field next to the cemetery for a twenty-one golf ball salute to my late husband, Robert Thomas Adams. Thunk, thunk, thunk. As each ball hit the ground like a fat, round bullet, the mourners behind me emitted a surge of tears and sniffles. The pastor standing beside me discreetly rolled his eyes at the send-off. Those rolling eyes seemed to say, by God, no dignity or good taste at this funeral. Then again, when was death in good taste? But he had a point. I couldn't have stopped the golf ball salute anyway. Bob had written the details for his funeral into his will years ago after watching a similar tribute on the Golf Channel. Dead man's wish or not, the embarrassment of it all made me want to crawl into the hole too. Thunk, thunk, thunk. Within the shiny copper coffin, my husband's body wore his best polo shirt, shorts, and golf shoes. The outfit was also written into his will. And I guessed I should have been grateful he wasn't a WWF fan. Beside him was his cherished club, a Callaway driver, with which he had won the Country Club Championship Senior Division for seven years straight. His will had also requested his body be arranged so his deceased fingers held the grip as he had in life. But the mortician couldn't make the arrangement work unless they buried him standing up. I made an executive decision to nix that. Thunk, thunk, thunk. The crowd at the grave was sizable. Most of the people were Bob's business and golf acquaintances, because he had belonged to three leagues and served as Sergeant-at-Arms of the Clearview Country Club Men's Association. That group sent a spectacular flower arrangement with the figure of a golfer done up in roses. Bob's favorite golfing sweater was eerily mimicked in red and white petals. I glanced over at my children. All through the church service and at the grave, Mike and Kyla were distraught and distressed, weepy and waily, red eyes and ruddy noses from crying, the pictures of grief. That's how I should have looked. In other words, widow-like. Throughout the morning, I sniffed, and dotted my eyes with a tissue because i didn't know what to do with my hands in an attempt to project the grief i should have felt i'm not boasting to say it was a performance worthy of a golden globe nomination i had cried when bob died 10 days ago tears for a human being lost to this world and never to return tears for the pain his death had caused our children and yes for the man i had lived with for almost 40 years even though we'd gotten used to each other, like memorizing the pin for our bank card. And we'd become roommates, keeping each other company, rather than sharing laughs and love. One of those couples I hated to see at restaurants, married, sitting at the same table, eating dinner and not speaking the language of each other. But I'd bet most couples married that long were probably no different.